0: Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor, go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you. For sure.
1: Yeah, we can finally let's get on with some sauce.
0: again. Oh my god, <laughs> that's too much like, to talk about. So anyone that's listening or watching this, uh, Alex and I have have done this podcast. Well, not this podcast, but have done a pot We've talked on here four times, to- three times, whatever. And uh, the first time we tried to do this, like official podcast for you know the channel. I was drunk as shit. Um, because, uh, I had, so Alex lives on the West coast. I live on the East coast. And so three hour difference. So I'm three hours ahead of him. And the time we did it was late as hell. I think it was like 10 or 11 at night. Uh, for me anyway. Yeah. So it was like seven or eight for you. And, uh, I can't remember what day of the week it was. I think it was a weekend, and we had our kids over. We were doing game night, and I was drinking. and uh, And by the time I got on here, bro, I was like, I I even told you after I was like, I I can't use that. (laughs) I I was fucked. And it went
1: on for like two or two and a half hours too. So you ended up barely leaving at one thirty or two. Yeah, like
0: one thirty in the morning. (laughs) So for me, so uh, so anyway. Uh, We've talked a few times, uh, but we just started chatting a couple days ago and said, uh, in fact, last night, I said, hey, let's do a a regular podcast where, (laughs) you know, we can just take it
1: slow, take it
0: easy. Yeah. Let's do a normal one. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can find out, you know, your history, how you got started in Airsoft, and of course, a big part of your life. Uh, or time, is 3D printing as well. Mm-hmm. So well, let's start with where you grew up. Did you grow up in uh, in uh,
1: California? Yeah, no, uh, I don't remember it either. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I was in California my whole life, so yeah, I'm local. I know everything around me by heart. Um, just, You're kind of like the L.A. area? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't really yeah. venture out too far too often. So, but when I do go, like I've been to Mexico twice. Um, I go car? north. Uh, Cabo, I've been mm. to um, as a vacation, of course. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's pretty good. And then a couple times I went, well, actually once I went to Texas. Um, oh man, when I went to Texas, it was like everything was in HD green. You know, like, it was just different than being in California. Really? So much, what yeah. part of Texas? Um, I think it was Houston. Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there was, like, uh, so it was, like, green as far as, like, the foliage and the yeah, grass yeah, like, and all like that? Like, the
1: greenery here is, is green, but it's, like, you know, it's a different shade of green. And some places, and you don't really see that same exact green. When you go there, you can see so much further out because there's a lot less smog Um, and it's a little bit more like, um, there's more trees naturally over there from wherever I went. And it was just like, I didn't want to leave really. But anyway, I took a trip from Texas all the way back to California driving the whole way, like three stops, like 12 hour drives every day. When I hit the bed at the hotel room, like when I was driving, taking breaks, it was like, wow, finally. It just felt so weird to be away from home. And as soon as I entered California, ah, yes, there's that homeless guy. Oh, yes, there's that. (laughs) You can't go down. Everything just starts going to shit. And the roads in Texas were so wide. Everything was just cleaner. It was like, imagine California is like 1080p. You know, it's like normal, but whatever everybody has in their house. And then Texas was, like, 4K. It was, like, a completely different experience. Really? I, I really liked it, yeah. Well, how long ago was that? Um, last year, September. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's probably my most recent trip. Yeah. But I go down to San Diego a lot, and I go to Santa Barbara a lot. So gotcha. as far as, like, going on a vacation or anything, that's right. where i go. But, yeah, around here um, – I would probably move anywhere. It'd probably be either Florida or Texas, to be honest.
0: Well, did you grow up with, uh, do you have siblings? I don't know yeah, if I ever asked you that I, before.
1: No, you yeah, did. I have one brother. He's seven okay. years older than me. Gotcha. Big age gap, but, um, pretty much we're like the same. We're, he's like, it's like version 2.0 of me because he's older. Really? So he's like more experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now, is he like, a engineer kind of, uh, Mechanical aptitude, minded like you.
1: Um, he's he works on cars. Uh, he's, gotcha. He's just as smart as me, but in a different field. So if I yeah. told him like 3D printer stuff, no. But um, I get a lot of my creativity knowledge. He's he's my enabler, pretty much. Any yeah. idea I have, he's like, go for it. Even if it's complete shit, he'll just <laughs> he'll just want to see that I could do it. So I'm really happy for that. But as oh, far cool. as like. Like, being the same, like, um, you know, engineering type? No, but he's more of, like, the problem solver, though. He'll get whatever right. is done, for sure. So,
0: I understand, you know, working on cars, you have to, uh, you know, you see the problem, and then you can kind of see how things work, and then work towards fixing it. Whereas, uh, you know, 3D printing and, like, art, you know, because th- mm-hmm. I, I guess uh, the way I feel, like, 3D printers, you know, you know yourself, whatever... You have more of a artistic kind of aspect because you can think of something in your head without seeing it, and you know create it out of nothing. Exactly. Uh, and that, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm good at working on cars. I'm good at working on machines. You know where I can see things that are already there, right? Not creating something from nothing. But uh, I can see things that are already there. And then, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see that broke. Uh, so I can, you know, fix this. I see how this works, whatever. But, um, well, that, you know, that's cool that you guys have a kind of good relationship that kind of work together or whatever. Yeah.
1: That's one thing I'm really happy for is uh, my family pretty much. Like yeah, other for other sure. that, I mean, to be honest. Like everything's going really good. So I can't really ask for anything. Um, I'd say like every day my life is reaching like a new high. You know, some people don't see it like that, even though they do have everything. They just take it for, you know, granted. And um, it's just like they, they aren't really thankful for it. And then one day they don't have it or one day one piece is missing and they're like, holy shit, I did have it. So yeah, I'm always like thankful for. I pray every night that I have all this, you know, whatever it is, whether it's three D printing, like waking up, seeing the sun, my family, all of it.
0: That's good, dude. Yeah, it's uh, people. You know, the majority of people they get stuck in this rut of life, and they don't realize how important it is to be grateful for the things in our life.
1: Well, um, about the smiling part. My my teacher in my professor in college said that when you smile, it's like you're you're exchanging a smile back with yourself because you're spreading out that positivity. Right. And I don't know, like I've been to the hardware store recently and it was a specific experience. I said like what's up to three people. Three different type of people. One that was just like looking at me, like I was going through the aisle, like he didn't want to help me for shit, so I was just like like that. And someone else who was smiling, happy, who helped me find what I was looking for that I couldn't find two times when I went to the store. And I'll tell you, cause it's about my HPA project. And finally, the last guy who was just, just chill. He was actually serious until I, I was talking with him like, Hey, can you, can you help me find this? And he started like helping out, laughing. And he actually even gave me an idea. Um, so it really, it changes a lot with, with the attitude that you put out there. Cause some people might, see you and think, oh, this guy's a big tough guy and he's really serious. He, you know, I don't want to exchange eye contact with him versus like when you smile, just walking down happily, you know, it makes a big difference. Cause then it's like, you have this different profile from someone immediately. Wow. So
0: what is the, uh, what, what was the thing that you um, got an idea from this guy, this random person about
1: your uh, HPA project? So, yeah, I was using um, quick, attach and detach connectors and yeah. those leaked every time I uh, ah. press the, the trigger to release air for a certain amount of time. He's talking why about why the use... hose. Yeah. Yeah. The air hose. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you just use like a, I think it's called a pressure fitting. So what happens is you put in a tube and as you tighten it, it pretty much just uh, permanently seals the the tube from one end to the other. So let's say, you know, you give off hundred PSI for 20 milliseconds You don't lose any of it between the connectors, let alone the expansion of the thing. It always stays in there. So even if it expands for that 20 milliseconds, you still keep it in there until it's out. And then it rests at whatever it is, the PSI. So anyway, yeah, that boosted a lot of uh, my project. Um, But, you know, sadly, all this talk about the HPA stuff, um, it's slowly coming to an end only because I have seen three successful models of my HPA nozzles. Um, I do have my AK pop, which is ready for a video. It's shooting at around 420 FPS at a high PSI. I've proven to myself that it can be done. It's just me as one man. I can't really spend more than two months on one project that hasn't paid for anything yet. So I'm Mm. probably going to bury that project until next time that it comes back up. Um, But till then... I have actually had a lot more success, um, with customized projects. And, um, have you heard about what's happening with Airsoft innovations? No. Uh, apparently like, well, okay, everything is like, you know, in the internet, you can't believe it a hundred percent, but apparently they're taking in a lot of orders for stuff, but they're not shipping anything out and they might be filing for bankruptcy soon. So, and that gave me ideas because, you know, Airsoft innovation makes... Really, really cool products, um, and you know the only reason I don't own one of everything they have is because of space and my money. Second of all, <laughs> and um, right. also obviously the cost. Being like, I saw a grenade of theirs, and it wasn't really the grenade design, shape, or anything. It was the fact that it used Ramset cartridges. Uh, it's like for hitting nails into concrete. It's literally like yeah. imagine a blank driven tool, right? So I want to make a 3D printable airsoft grenade that will work with that blank. And, um, I want to make it modular. So let's say, you know, it's impact, it's going to be impact driven, not time because it would be very difficult for that. Right. So, um, the end goal here is to have something that every time you throw it, it's going to cost you 10 cents to set off that blank. And depending on how hard you're literally, you could just, Chalk a nade across anywhere you want, right? You could throw, you know, imagine someone with like a 50 mile per hour throw, throwing it straight at a wall ahead of them just for the hell of it, right? It would yeah. probably, no matter what it is, have it then. So it being modular will be that it can come apart and you could change it with a different piece. Um, and that will depend on the cost as well, if you're throwing it to break it or not. So so
0: so this would be a, like an impact grenade?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. An impact. Oh, okay. Like the RGO or the RGN grenades where you play Cop, or know a real life counterpart. Yeah. Um, and the reason, so the reason why I switched from the HPA project to that is because I see a lot larger future in that because I myself couldn't get my hands on, it's called the bank 22, their version. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing because you have from intensity one through five. Um, one being it's safe to let off indoors without hearing. Five being it's not safe to let out outdoors without hearing. So me giving the the consumer that possibility from changing not only that but the price cost being around ten cents per blow. Um, it's I mean it's unheard of unless if airsoft. Well, explain that
0: because uh, I'm confused on how that would work. So So do so the grenade. Would, how, how is the grenade set up?
1: So the so
0: it's a solid piece. Call it
1: a, yeah, let's just call it a blank. And um, you have a
0: like you know a, fuse yeah, a or seat. whatever. Yeah,
1: it goes in the seat, and then uh, the hammer is held back by something that uh, once yeah. it feels impact. So let's say it's this is still not even like alpha production or anything. It's still just in designs and in my head. So once right. it hits somewhere, there's going to be a pin, a safety pin, that when you let go there's going to be a little area where this, this pin that's holding upwards from the hammer coming up to hit and blow the um, the blank. Once this feels a motion that's hard enough, it's going to slip into a hole going up, and then this hammer is going to come all the way and hit the blank and blow it. Oh, shit. So, and the point of it costing only 10 cents is just that it comes in a pack of 100 and like an intensity of 1 to, to 5. So pack of 100, I, I bought it from the store for $10.45. So $0.10 cents per a grenade blowing up is a crazy cost because you have um, grenades like the Thunderbee, which is $2 per shell, and about $1, or if you buy it like wholesale, $0.50 cents per uh, cartridge for the CO2, yeah. that's $2.50. That is astronomically higher than whatever you could be using with a Bank 22 from Airsoft Innovations or if I end up somehow, you know, completing this project at the point where I'm comfortable with selling them, right. um, that would, it would be really cool to do. So I just want to huh. market something that is cheap to use as a grenade because I've been to Hollywood sports once, two months ago that I tell you, it was my first time playing in like five years. Right. Um, nobody was using grenades, you know, uh, I, I think a big point of that is because, um, the cost of it, I think, because, you know, uh, you see or people.
0: California, because that field might prohibit them. Honestly, like well, they, you know, the fire thing.
1: I thought that until the Thunderbees went off, and I know Thunderbee works with air. There's no like oh, okay. blowing up
0: Thunderbee. Right, right.
1: Like you're correct though, because Thunderbee's there. There's no um, fire thing. Okay. It. it just explodes gotcha. because of the air. Um, The blank though, it is like a bullet going off a blank. Yeah. yeah. So there's a spark. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, but there's a lot of fields at Hollywood sports that have zero. Um, actually I'd say 99% of Hollywood sports is not a fire hazard at all. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So just me doing that. And I want the price point to be around $50 instead of, I think it's $120. By the time you get the bank 22 in your hands, it's going to cost you 120 bucks. For a so, case or something? Uh, for like, for one, like it's one grenade, um, but... 120 bucks for one grenade? No, but it's, it's multi, oh. it's reusable.
0: That's the whole point. Oh, I, I mean, gotcha.
1: Yeah, so then... But you have so you to go and a, find it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's been out of what stock for fuck? so long. And how long can people just either pay, what is it, Tag? Tag Industries grenades? Oh my yeah, man. Those, they're crazy. They're unbelievable. But they're 15 bucks each, you know, well, like tag
0: are, are uh, Russian made anyway. So all the shit that's going on now, you, I, I, I've heard that, you know, a lot of people can't get them.
1: Oh, okay. I, I don't know much. I just know that they're, if for anybody who's playing mill slim or wants like that one to one tag yeah. is the way to go. So I don't want to hit that mark. I don't want to not, I don't want to hit any market. But, like, that's not my goal. My goal is right, to right. just get one of these in everybody's hands. So when they throw it, they're not thinking mentally like, oh shit, that's $2.50. Like, I don't want to, you know, baby it. No, throw that shit, use it, change everybody. Don't worry about it. It's just like shooting BBs. Yeah, exactly. You're
0: not going to go pick up all your BBs and recycle them, you know, and use them again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So even mine, that's $50. It's going to be meant to be, you know, reusable. Yeah. Um, So I have that project going on, um, currently, but I live stream, like all these things that I'm making, I'm I saw your, them.
0: uh, I watched part of your, uh, 3d printing live stream.
1: Oh, okay. How was it
0: La- like two weeks ago? Yeah, it was good.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You had some good I... music going. It was yeah, very there was, relaxing. Got, yeah, got
1: like it's meant because people turn on music when they study, right. Or of course. when they do almost anything, they do it with music. So whoever listens to chill music, which is most people that are, right. don't even listen to it. They're cool with it. So just have it open in a corner. you not only get music, but you'll get, like, you get a chance at watching my 3D printer You, you get some visual stimulation
0: because it's, but it's uh, soothing. Yeah. So it's fun to
1: watch. You and know? the light, the light is not like disco light either. It's like right, no, calm, you know. Yeah. Moving through
0: You're not going to get a color. seizure from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that fun. Yeah. Hell
1: so, yeah. yeah, I do that on Twitch um, with, like, all prototypes. That's where I'm showing them off. Like, I'm not showing off, really. I'm just teasing it. Right. And um, the other day, I actually printed these little clamps for a friend of mine. So um, Now, what is that for? This? It's for... um, He just sent it to me. He said, can you print these out for me? And then he needed it really quick, so I was able to just get it out. I didn't even ask what it was for, to be honest. Oh, okay. My brother, he comes and plays on my PC once in a while. Mm. So then I'll be like, shit, what do I do now? So I just go around cleaning up here and there. I'm like, okay, I look at some past designs or like some new designs that I want to make. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then five minutes later, I'll be like, hey, are you done? And I'll, I'll be, <laughs> it'll be funny. It'll take me maybe like half an hour to clean my room. But if he's playing game and I will need the computer, it'll be like taking just five minutes and everything is done. House is right. mopped. Laundry is done. roof's <laughs> fixed. <laughs> basements dug out. That's why he did it, bro. Because
0: your mom told him to come and play on your PC, so you'll do all those fucking chores, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my older brother, so like, you know, I, I can't even. I wouldn't say, you know, first of all, and second of all, it's like, no, you know, you can't he,
0: say shit to him.
1: He, to be honest, if he wanted to, you could go buy his own computer. But it's like, it's the interest of both of us spending time together here. Sure, and of I have course. my my racing sim here waiting to get a damn Xbox so I could play on it. Yeah. So then we'll have like two things to do.
0: So your brother lives uh, close to you guys?
1: No, with us. We all live in the same house. Oh, okay. So he's there and... Yeah, it's something that I want to like do, you know. We're in a small house now, but even later when we get a bigger house, I want us all to be together. Like even if it's separate like parcels, I still want to just be on one land because it's like, hey, what you doing? Hey, I'm doing barbecue. Come over. It's like, hey, you want to go to the pool? Yeah, that pool that's behind my backyard. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, shit. Really yeah.
0: I know, right? Like, right in the other room, you're talking through, like, yeah. your cell phone and shit. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. You guys have a big land, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, like, well, it's not huge, but, uh, like, one acre.
1: Yeah, that is that is huge. If I, I wish to have an acre lot in my house, I would make... A go kart track course, and between like where the chicanes are, like the turning points and stuff, I'd have like airsoft, like little houses and shit. I'd be doing events with my neighbors. It would be like a big blast. It's we like- uh,
0: we actually talked about that when we first started our channel. We talked mm-hmm. about we went through. Uh, JP was over here, Colton and and uh, Chris, and we were all in the backyard and we were doing like the uh, reviews and stuff, and we were talking about like kind of walking the property. Okay, we can set up like a, a kill house here. We could set up this here, you know, whatever. Oh
1: man, it's a dream of mine. Like yeah. just going at it with your own ideas. Because I don't know why some of these airsoft fields, unlike Valhack, which is one that I, I know uh, in, in Virginia. That's the correct one, Valhack, right? yeah, with Swamp yep. Sniper. Oh my god, that guy, he probably has the best field that I would want to... If I had to pick somewhere to go, that's probably the one... Especially him himself, like his character. 100%. You already know that that place is just chill as hell. But here in Hollywood sports, they have second stories and they're like, no, you can't go there. I've been on the second story when I shouldn't have been. It's perfectly fine and I'm 250 pounds. People playing next to me are kids. They'll be fine, but they they <laughs> lock it. And if, you're not like, 450
0: pounds, but why do they not? Why don't they allow uh, second story stuff?
1: I have no idea. Maybe the only reason I would, I still don't agree, but the only reason that I would think is valid is if you're looking down on someone and shooting because some people don't have like really good helmet setups or uh, eye goggle setups. I'd imagine it would like go through or something. They're but supposed that's, to like,
0: have full seal.
1: Thing. Even when you have full seal. Um, it's some have like my Lancer tactical goggles that are eight years old, have really thick foam and it is full seal, but granted, if a BB goes 400 FPS, like through the foam, it's soft enough to go through. Oh, go through it. But let's think of the chances here and the gameplay that they're ruining by not allowing the second story just for that, you know, zero, I don't know. so many zero point zeros, and then a one percent chance of right. It happening. Right, right. Um, but if I were to be hosting a game, or which soon, <laughs> soon—that's uh, <laughs> another topic. We're gonna get into that soon. Uh, it would be so different than these basic, you know. Okay, guys, team deathmatch. You on this team? You want this team? Like, there's so much more that can be done. It doesn't even cost. So light. when you when
0: you went there, did they say why no one could go on the second? story or whatever. I'm like well, wh- Why is they it just, built there any- anyway?
1: They said it's unsafe and I just asked why and the ref told me it's unsafe. I'm not blaming the ref in any way. Oh, I got you. Because yeah, I'm right, pretty right. sure they, they tell the refs, like, no matter right. what, nobody can be on a second story. So I'm like, right. okay,
0: that's fine. Whatever. Maybe somebody but, fell out the fucking window or something.
1: <laughs> you know, that that is a possibility. <laughs> I didn't think about. Maybe the, the kids that are short, they're like boosting up each other. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they fucking somebody yeah. fell out.
1: You probably oh, really, uh, little munchkin. Who knows. <laughs> um, mm. So, what? Okay, something different that is like completely crazy is that every every game mode is almost team deathmatch. Why is that? Why can't yeah. we just mentally say, okay, it's not team deathmatch; it's freaking um, well, that's the field. Like it's it's not team deathmatch. You know, it's like okay, this structure exists. Let's have this much people here and. I mean, this much people defending, this much people attacking, but like a structure, you know, that exists on the field already. Not even like the whole part of the field yeah. and medics or respawns. It's not like it requires the uh, property manager to purchase something. It's just mental in that point. Like, no, you know, right. it's skill your field's already them. set. All you exactly. have to do is
0: change up the and, uh, game mode. Or yeah. Whatever. Especially
1: since Hollywood sports is like, they, they say they're rated number one in California. So, you know,
0: I have a hard time believing that because, I mean, who would there's contest a it lot anyway?
1: of. There's, there's I don't know,
0: but there's a lot. I, I mean, I don't know because I, obviously I haven't been to that field, but mm-hmm. uh, there there is a lot of airsoft fields in California.
1: Yeah, there's a um, tax city which I'm pretty sure like. That's, that's mostly indoor. I mean, yeah. like all indoor. It's like yeah, someone, bought someone bought a Costco. Someone bought a Costco, took out all the supplies, and was like, all right, wooden building here, here, and there. Yeah, But uh, I want to give it a try one day. But I've just heard... Is that close many, to you? Um, I think it's the equal equal distance of where Hollywood Sports is. So about oh, okay. 50 minutes away. Yeah. Um, I did have a friend of mine saying, let's go to, I think, Redlands. So, uh, Redlands, which is like mm. an hour, 20 minutes away. Okay. Um I could be completely wrong on the name, but all I know is that there's a field that I've never been to. That's an hour gotcha. and 20 minutes away. Uh, so there's a lot of
0: there's a a lot of air Softers, uh that I've talked with that are out in, you know, kind of close to your area. Uh Air um Mhm. Uh
1: and
0: then Airsofter Sam uh Valkyrie. They're all right in your area. In fact, I think uh Sam and Valkyrie have played at Hollywood, you know, the same, Mm -hmm. you know, field that you've gone to maybe has meme as well, but, uh, and, and they go to a lot of different fields that, you know, are fairly close to you. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games action by action and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast, where I talk with the owner of skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends.
1: Yeah. Um, it just sucks. Like you, there's Warped Ops too um, in Cast 8. I've heard of that one. Yeah. I like it a lot, but it's mostly like longer range. Um, mm. And I, I kind of, I really dislike the last game modes they play after their lunch, which is called Ambush. Um, It's like attack and defend. Attackers get respawns, which is cool. But the defenders, I know it's meant to be like a really realistic game mode. But then the defenders, you only get one life. And this is a game mode that runs about like 40 to 45 minutes. So you wait the whole time as a defender. And then you get like one chance of action if you're hiding in a bush. Hmm. Or you you play somewhere that's up close to their spawns, the attackers, and then you pretty much die, and you gotta wait like half an hour after. So like that's oh, the that place. Sucks. That's the place that I'm building a following for, so I could go and host my own game, right? Um, and I just I want to do my ideas, like all my game modes that I don't want to spoil here, but yeah, uh, you've seen the list of what I want to do. Like I have for the whole sure. day planned out. And eliminate the wait times for. Hey guys, we're getting ready for the next game. Yeah, you know, half an hour later, we're waiting on that one guy who's filling <laughs> up his GBB bags. Well, <laughs> you you, know.
0: you need to uh, you need to listen to the uh, or or go, um, you know, start following uh, full auto airsoft. The guy that mm-hmm. runs that and owns that, John, he's got a really good setup with his new uh, indoor field he opened just like last weekend or whatever where he's got like a set uh, times where these games are starting, you know, the sets are starting and whatever. And they're like, uh, if you're not in there when that set starts, like it starts at this time, that's it. Mm -hmm. Everyone else hang back. Uh, But they're like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute sessions. But um, then the next one, And then the next one.
1: That's cool. Is that in California?
0: No, this is in New Jersey. So, Ah, well.
1: uh, I really like that, that he, you know, has implemented that. And I'm pretty sure there are some other places that do that too. Yeah. Um, But just that needs to be like done throughout the entire community. So everybody will naturally just be more on point, you know, like uh, punctual with the timings. Yep. Um, But you know, I don't really have that problem with Hollywood sports. I find I could get a lot of games in, but yeah. the only, like, I mean, the ambush game mode from Warped Ops, that's, like, the only thing I dislike about there. Because the longer yeah. ranges, like, I, I understand, like, that's for people with, like, better guns or whatever. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. But Hollywood sports, in as far as what I've played recently, it's been a lot better than what it used to be. Um, I was really happy to play there. Everybody was very chill. Um, the story of the guy that had the MP5 who was literally hiding in a freaking cubby. Me, the, the whistle rang and my friend and I were running literally aimless, like right next to this guy, just going, he would have lit the shit out of us, but he was like, you're so lucky that belt, that whistle blew. He was, and he said it from behind us. We jumped. <laughs> <was> so, like, <laughs> so what is that now? What, what happened with that? So there's these containers that they yeah. they you know retrofit to become uh, little game pods to play to be a part of the field pretty much. This guy was in a cubby. He was he was like a small guy, he had MP five. Before that the was, game started. No no no. When it oh. when it about to be ended. Oh, okay. We were okay. we were raiding that the shit out of that building, me and my friend. We killed everybody in there except yeah. this one guy that was just hiding. So he was just hiding and um, he had a built ass MP five. Which, I don't want to... Well, he you, nobody knows who he is, so I'm going to burn him out. It's okay. He had like a... What is it called? The When he lets go, it shoots. And when he... The binary. Binary figure. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's like, I was about to light you guys up when the whistle blew. And we went past him. Because we thought it was clear. We weren't expecting some small right to just be in a cubby. Well, there the guy was. And it was just... Oh, shit. It was just good experiences throughout the entire day, to be honest. Yeah. It's nothing like what it... What I left there, you know, went about five years ago when I was f- last playing it. Right. Um, I'm just like really happy to see that, you know, the change happens, even though you just, you leave the place full of kids and then five years later you come back and those kids are adults and they're good adults. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, always good <laughs> to see. Hmm. I just, I wish that there was like a field that had everything put together, you know, like a little bit from every field, um, but it sucks here in California because everything is expensive. If you want an acre lot yeah. here in near where Hollywood Sports is, you're gonna have to shell out, um, you know, more than two million dollars for sure, just for uh, Jesus. Yeah, and they, I think Hollywood Sports has like a thirty-acre lot that they bought a long time ago. Damn!
0: Yeah, before the prices went crazy. Oh yeah,
1: I mean it's a whole banquet hall, like sporty, like other sport events. um, Okay, paintball, airsoft, and okay, this might sound like weird, but I think I'm. I want to create a gel blaster uh, conversion for airsoft. It just like explain that I don't. I don't. Oh, you don't know what like the gel blasters are. (sighs) No. Um, do you know what Orbe is? Like Orbees, um, they're like it's, white. It's, I mean, not white. They're colorful plastic pellets you put in water, and it becomes it sucks the water. Oh,
0: right, it right, like right.
1: A gel yeah. ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? My kids had them, in, you know, a few years ago.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So in Australia, apparently they don't allow airsoft, and they could only have those gel blasters. But I'm looking at the gel blasters, and like those things carry a lot more jewels than BBs do because of like, it's all water and it's larger too. Right. I'd say it's about, this is just the estimate, maybe like 14 millimeters, like, you know, around. Gotcha. Um, So like when those, one of those things are going, it's, it's going even if the wind is heating it. And it's, it's less lethal. Cause if you're getting shot with one, it splatters. It doesn't. Well, it's heavier, the, but it's,
0: it's, yeah, it's, but uh, it's softer.
1: Yeah. Right? But it splatters. So like all those energies. Um, yeah. It's
0: like a mini paintball.
1: Yeah, exactly. But the paintball even then has that impact because of the, uh, the casing. The of shell. It, the, right? Yeah, exactly. But this one is just like, <laughs> so I, I was looking at it and I think it's just a nozzle difference and the barrel thickness. And the magazine. So, I mean, there's a lot, but the gearbox can still stay the same, like an right. AEG style.
0: Right. The, the the way it projects is yeah. all the same. It's mm-hmm. just changed the, the size or whatever for yeah. all that.
1: Yeah. And it still looks just like, you know, normal airsoft guns, too. Even the professional ones that I've seen. They're pretty expensive. Like, same as airsoft, really. Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah that's wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always wondered, I mean, have you seen those uh, videos where, uh, I, I think it's Silo actually tried out the, uh, you know, Airsoft paintball BBs. So they're regular Airsoft BBs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they're, uh, so they're, well, they're not regular Airsoft BBs. Same size, but they actually
1: splatter uh, when he shoots them. -hmm. I think, I think I've seen it. You can't shoot it with like a certain FPS above. Right. Like I think it's two hundred FPS above. It'll break. You know which one I've also seen, the exploding ones. Like um, it literally explodes. Like it should. I mean, it shouldn't be illegal, but it would be lethal if someone mistaken one of those to put in their mag to go shooting. It literally like explodes like a imagine a popper. Oh, or something. it's uh,
0: it's like those little poppers we used to have um...
1: in the white bags that you throw. Yes, yeah, you it's... throw on the ground. Yeah, yeah, but it looked like these were like really popping, like you know, hella. And it's I think it's metal on the outside too. Yeah. So I mean, it's crazy what they're fitting inside six millimeters. You know. <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah. There's yeah, that. that's cool.
0: So the gel blaster thing. Uh, is that something you're kind of interested in? Like want to want to do,
1: how my projects usually go is that I have a mindset, like an idea for something and then I have an idea for something else. And then like really far out, I just have this other idea that in case if these go to shit or don't go through, I try the other one. So like the HPA thing, for example, it happened, but it's not like easily mass producible. It takes a lot of post, um, what's it called? Post, I don't know what, I forgot the word, but you do a lot of stuff. You can't just print and plug, plug and play. You know, you can't just do that. Yeah. So I scrapped the HPA idea for a little bit. um, And now I'm going to work on that grenade. So if all goes successful with that grenade, um, China will have more revenue, hopefully. So I'll put more time into it. Um, But yeah, that's usually how it goes. So So
0: you're you're kind of like an inventor. So you, you come up with ideas, you work on them see if you can get it to work you know because you have a 3d printer and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and uh and then see if it goes somewhere
1: pretty much yeah and then yeah with i mean of course there's a lot of passion in it but if you're making it for yourself it's okay if you're not making a profit but if you're making it mass producible it has to be easy you can't put you know five hours on a part that's 50 bucks because then you got to put all the costs aside and then right. you got to split the profit into your hours. See if it, you barely get minimum wage out of it. If you don't, it's really not worth the do as a mass produced. Gotcha. But the HPA thing, I just did it to say, fuck it. Like I want to prove that it can be done. Like I can 3d print this shit and <laughs> I don't even have to spend 50 bucks on it. Just to prove that, you know, these $550 HPA setups, are just ludicrous of pricing based off of the machine and stuff. Right. So, yeah, currently with the grenade. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my friend who always helps me and pushes me, uh, Ty, because he doesn't let me rest. He just is always pushing me to do the next, like, best and biggest thing. And Who's no, makes... Ty? I've never seen him on your videos. Um, I He doesn't really, like, it's not an in-person friend. He makes my thumbnails, and I play games with him. Um, oh. All of my, all of my gaming videos, he's in, for sure. Um, all of my thumbnails. Like Tarkov and all that? Tarkov, yeah. Like, pretty much. I spend, like, when we, when if we end this call, I'm going to go talk about this video with him. See some, yeah. think about some ideas. He's kind of like my publicist, I guess. I don't know. He, oh, that's uh, cool. Makes well, the, how'd you
0: guys meet? Just through uh, gaming?
1: Yeah, we were gaming, and really, it was such a, like, a... If I were to go back in time and try to meet him, it wouldn't happen. Like, that's how, like, uh, slight of a possibility there was. Right. Um, and what's funny is even after meeting him, we weren't, like, close friends. We were just, like, gaming, you know. but right. One day, he commented on a picture, and then it was, like, we were talking, and ended up we were, like, so alike. Um, and we're just, like, really close friends, and he helps out with a lot of stuff. He's, he's also an enabler of mine. Um, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been streaming my uh, Twitch. um, And also, I wouldn't have done shorts on YouTube. My first short I posted, he was like, do it. Yeah, he was like, do it, do it, do it. Nice. I did it. And I got like 750 views in the first two, three hours. And then I was like, wow, this works. All the way up until the point that I posted the Jay Leno video that got like 3 million views. And (laughs) it got me 1,500 subscribers. And it's like, (laughs) They're not active. I don't know why, but yeah. um, the number is there though. So right. it's, it's a good representative number. Um, and across the channel, my average views are about like 5,000 because of that video. So technically yeah. that stays true for any sponsoring purposes. For sure. Yeah. Uh, that's wild.
0: So, so when you started your, uh, your new uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. your actual Airsoft Instagram, cause you blew
1: up, bro. Like fast as fuck. If, if you guys didn't like hint at that or force me to do it, you see, this is the thing. I need people <laughs> to enable me to do everything because I myself am just so preoccupied with other stuff. I'll just do yeah. it and keep it to myself. But all of this stuff. Like I'm okay stories, with that, bro. By the videos. way,
0: I'm scatterbrained as well. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, I understand where you come from. So when, when you and I were talking about that and I was like, no, just start a separate <laughs> Instagram yeah. for Airsoft and you did and this fucking dude you went crazy with it, it was awesome
1: oh man, I just, I can't believe the community that, you know, exists like, yeah, but um, you worked for it you know,
0: you yeah. you posted every day, multiple times a day uh, you created some really cool, uh, short you know videos or reels yeah. or whatever you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it worked out good
1: Yeah, it was really worth it. I have slowed it down to about one post every two days to three days now, only because I'm trying to conserve some of that time to venture out into the Twitch streaming and other stuff, because I have a lot of friends who actually really liked it, who have nothing to do with airsoft at all. They just like the idea that there's music playing and they get to watch something live happening. And I have a current goal. I want to hit, um, 50 followers. I want to become an affiliate on Twitch. Because I have friends who have Amazon Prime and they're not subscribed to anybody. So a follower and a subscription is different on Twitch. A subscription means that um, you, as a streamer, you get $2.50 a month from each subscription. Everybody who has Amazon Prime has one free subscription to a channel. So I'm like to my friends, hey, it's all going to waste. Yeah, If you guys let me have that, I will create some sort of different giveaway for any fails or things that are Twitch related. So now everybody who is a follower, um, on Twitch, on YouTube. So pretty much there's going to be YouTube giveaways, uh, Instagram giveaways, and now Twitch giveaways too. And they're all powered by their own, um, group of people. So, you know, Instagram is currently the most popular. I've done five giveaways on Instagram so far. Um, Twitch, none yet, because our first goal is going to be becoming an affiliate. Yeah. And YouTube is going to be soon once this um, HPA video releases with the ballpup AK, which um, yeah. let me, let me pull up a I guess a picture here.
0: Yeah, let's it. see it. Share your screen.
1: Yeah. I want to make sure I get just that one picture. I have friends commenting right now. I don't want them to uh, <laughs> say anything. Oh, shit so here's one picture okay here we yeah. go i I thought this picture was so freaking funny man I looked so big <laughs> <laughs> Small ass yeah. oh
0: this is why you said you were 450 pounds no you don't oh. look oh, you no, don't, look, no, not, that big, you don't look, look that big dude you don't look that big
1: 50 I'm 250.
0: yeah um, I know but earlier I'm, you were you were joking and you said oh. something yeah yeah
1: I mean. It's, it's comfortability for me. I really don't even give a shit. Like, nah, I'm nah. You're,
0: so... You're fine. Bro, you know, you. Colton and Christian on our channel are 320 pounds. And they still, you know, get out there and run around and play or whatever. Yeah, I
1: mean, we're like football players, you know? football players Right.
0: Like well, they were, they were football 100. players. They were offensive linemen.
1: Exactly. But, Steve. uh, Yeah. I mean, you still gotta run as much bench. We have, we have torque. <laughs> we have torque. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have. Um, so on this, this is my actually airsoft setup, except for the backpack and why the backpack is only there for my HPA tank, which right. I dangerously fill up to a thousand psi, even though it's not hydro. God damn! It's just just a thousand out of thirty five hundred, so I'll be fine. Um, the bad thing is that the, so it it's a trap no matter what because i have my hpa tank that lets out 800 psi at any given right. point and then i have my regulator that only accepts 300 so there's like three really messed up things happening by the time the air comes through that that light the hose. That nozzle yeah, yeah exactly. exactly to the nozzle. there's three messed up things happening but um that only leads to some inconsistencies. But since I was testing and just making a video, um, it was, it was okay. And this picture here, let me see. I hope something bad doesn't come up. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, uh, the reason why I quit doing the HPA stuff is because after I did it on the bullpup AK, I was like, okay, M4 is next because look at this thing. I mean, I want to run the shit out of this with. Oh, HPA. it looks cool. It
0: looks like a yeah. CQ or the uh, CQR.
1: Yeah, exactly. It looks like just like it, and I had like the fat mag. I was like, hell yeah, I'm fucking hard my shit off here, uh, but I just I couldn't do it for these because the difference is the pneumatic valve has to be on the outside of the gun or in a full stock instead of the collapsing. So and me well, putting. Why? In, Explain that. Um, the M4, the walls of it is slimmer, whereas the AK. It's like a larger box. Um, hmm. So the larger box gives me so much freedom. Um, and still, my AK, I could go run it at Hollywood Sports um, next time I go. I just need a new HPA tank. Um, and I'll be ready to go. So that that actually does perform just like how I want it to, as, as well as consistent as well. Um, I don't know how good, you know, being 15 FPS off is at max. But that's what I'm getting, and it's running really, really good. So yeah. this this not working out. I was okay with it. Um, but it was it's good. It's just like a museum piece. This thing I tested out so much stuff on here. Yeah. Um, let me see what's next on my pictures. Oh yeah, I posted this one. I thought this. I was so happy about this picture. It came out really good. Yeah. Um, but I did take like 120 of them when I was out this day of recording. Sadly. Oh, yeah.
0: Oops. See, people don't realize that, man. When you're uh, taking yeah. pictures, you post them on Instagram, whatever, like, there's, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> oh, you know, a lot of the pictures we posted, there's, we'll post one from, mm-hmm. like, a, you know, 50 yeah, pictures that we took.
1: I mean, it's how it is, because then you get picky, too, the more you have. Unless we just Absol- have one, yeah. then you're like, I have to post it. This is sure. the I think the second to last thumbnail my friend Ty made. I yeah. mean, he went into so much detail. He didn't only put like easter eggs like Patrick down there or my name on the warning sticker. Um, he went oh, to wow. my first. He went to my first ever airsoft video, which was with this exact gun. Yeah, and he took from the video of the GoPro and he labeled it here. So he went took his time downloaded an eight year old or a nine year old video um took a perfect shot captured it right. put it there i mean he used my favorite color font everything and this video wow. is at 180 views it's gotten me 80 subs it's not i'm not 80 i'm sorry eight um but it's still a lot yeah. because my channel really fell off after that jay leno short it was like slow but now For it's sure. picking back up and these thumbnails are helping a lot well i mean it's relative.
0: Um, yeah slow compared to that
1: (laughs) compared to that. Yeah. But see these eight new subscribers, it's genuine for airsoft and other stuff. So, you know, in the future, I'd want a big, you know, community around uh, all platforms, you know, even in real life, like how we talked a long time ago about doing live giveaways, you know, just pulling out of a hat or something that would be really cool. Seeing the people on the spot, just like take the 3D printed parts and like, Hey, surprise. Here you go with my first, uh, Twitch stream. Um, yeah. I did it with phones and there's this amazing app called I ruin or I R I U N webcam. Yeah. It turns your fo- Oh, do you know what it is? No. Oh, it turns your phone. Like, let's say you have a camera right on your computer. It turns your phone into like a wireless camera. Pretty, it uses your phone's camera and it streams it to your computer, oh, and shit. so that's what I used the first stream ever. And it wasn't even in my closet with fancy lights. It was just literally in my like open area with two shitty cameras, a one shitty camera, just looking at it. Yeah. It was so grainy. It was cutting out. My laptop went to sleep mode halfway through, <laughs> and uh, it it wasn't even streaming very well. So oh then God. after that, I fixed a lot of the stuff and eventually got better and better. What I want to do the next part is maybe change the light bulb because uh, it's a little too dark. What Mm. happens is the camera now, when it picks it up, it picks it up grainy um, Mm. for the, I don't know, it's called ISO. Because when it gets darker, it gets more grainy to be able to see the night lights and stuff. Right. So if it's brighter, I think it'll be cleaner because naturally that camera records in 4K. So I could literally be streaming in 4K, but... I have to like zoom in, make sure it doesn't get certain things. And I think it's at its height now. It just needs to be a little cleaner. Um, Okay. Yeah. And I I switched to using a hardwired camera, which is the scope cam that I showed you the thumbnail for that's, that's doing the live stream pretty much whenever it is recording. Nice. Um, I have a paper here. It's, it's like not a prototype, but it's, this is what it looks like when I try to write what's in my brain. Um,
0: Bro, this if, looks like uh the stuff that what was that, Iron Man two? Oh. Um you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When, he was in prison and he had the, the, the white parrot. And is it the he was the one where uh, they're
1: on like a racetrack at some point in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. And the 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 guy with the thunder shit? Yeah, yeah,
0: the, yeah. Like- he I mean huge actor, I can't remember his name right now horrible of me but uh oh my god his name's right there but anyway uh yeah he's scratching all these notes on you know for you know while he's in prison about the uh electrical stuff and all the shit he's built that's what it looks like
1: yeah i mean i don't know it might get me somewhere (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i might have a flying suit too i'd need right? a big one though for sure <laughs> yeah um there is there's so much to talk about there's there's just so much things that's been done yeah um but the most the most like shocking to me is the, the instagram definitely just how okay i'm following a lot of people but right, um, of course. like still one out of three of those people don't only follow me, but I'm getting a lot of story views. I'm engaging with so much people. Right. Um, and a lot of them are, I think most of my followers are out of the U S so I'm getting yeah. a really good feel for, you know, not only what's happening here or how whatever is happening here, but across, you know, the U S as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had, I've had big channels follow, you know, like, you know, small people who are just starting that I could tell they're kind of like me when I was first starting, like have a high follow rate, low followers. I'm like, okay, that's me. (laughs) Oh yeah. Support wise, like, you know, putting the screenshots up saying, thank you for all the likes here and there. Um, yeah, you know, it was just shocking how it just happened so fast. I know. Yeah, it was good. Well, I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you guys pushed me to uh, <laughs> this day. It probably absolutely really man. Thing.
0: Well, you, 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 did the work. Like I said earlier, you did, uh, you know, you started posting and doing the, uh, the short videos. Some of those short reels and stuff you were doing were funny as fuck, bro.
1: Oh man. I had so, <laughs> those. The funniest part is they were after like a three hour recording session for a 15 minute YouTube video. I was just dead tired, sweating, Everybody was yeah. asleep in the house. So they were kind of like out, outtakes or whatever. But at the end, it was just like, damn, I kind of want to delete three hours of video and just record this. Yeah. So I was thinking and thinking, and it was like, damn, this is going to be funny. So there was that one where I was recording, and I fumble it. It's like, eh, fuck you, shit, Andre. <laughs> that was just the funniest thing ever. I was just I, yeah, I love watching them. Yeah, I'm going to try to make more. I'm going to try to make an entire bank of videos. So then it'll be like, you know, oh, on Thursdays or on Fridays, right. it's going to be released. But uh, I want to catch up with everything at some point. But right now, it's just like like me and you are, you know, it's just everywhere. The ideas. I Oh, I know. I have a small room, but in my living room, I have an entire other... Okay, I'm going to pull out table right now. You know what you take to like picnics and stuff? Yeah. I'm on one of those. In my living room, there's another one of these right, uh, where that's full of shit. Like, three disassembled guns, uh, maybe 50 <laughs> nozzles. Like, even here. Like, just Wait just a minute. In, the-
0: in your house right now? Do your parents care about that?
1: Uh, my mom she likes to keep the house really clean, but she likes to like make me happy the most. So she's okay with it for a little while.
0: Gotcha. So what I'll
1: do, I, I found a way to cheat the system. Okay. Shit, so... I clean it up every once in a while and then yeah. I slowly bring it back on the weekend <laughs> where it's like I'm more free and have more time. And but, so
0: she'll ask you, Hey, she, what are you doing with this stuff? Yeah, you like, be like what's oh, no, no,
1: I'm filming a video tomorrow, so <laughs> it'll be fine. Mom, you don't understand. There's a Nigerian prince. He promised me if I keep <laughs> this here, he will send me a million dollars. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh. Jesus. <sighs> she's she's really smart she she understands that like what i'm doing and stuff she, yeah. she sees that like i literally put so much time into that stuff but my end goal is to freaking have all that done have like actual organized schedule because one thing i'm unproud of is how much i play games like it's not a lot to be honest but it's just when i do play it's usually like driven by oh all the boys are on hop on. Like we're going to make a video today gotcha. and it's really fun, but it's like your real life stuff that could possibly become a career in the future is like yeah. left alone for those three hours of mm-hmm. the day or sleep. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep in the past three days. That's so why I'm like yawning and looking around a little, <laughs> but, um, I mean, well, when you're, when you're,
0: when uh, you're a business minded, right. You're always thinking about, you know, how can I work on this or work on that? You know, uh i i have the same issues so it's uh i work on all this stuff and then some of the things that limit me are the speed of my computer so i you know film all this stuff or you know film you know record a podcast Mm -hmm. when i transfer you know two hours of video into my editing program It takes probably 30, 40 minutes for it to render, to get ready, where I can start editing it without, you know, without incident, Mm -hmm. uh, without slowing down and all that bullshit. So I'll go in and, you know, the next room over, I have my Xbox in there and I'll start playing like Division 2 or whatever game I'm playing at the time and, uh, you know, wait for it and I wait, you know, I wait for the sound for when it's ready.
1: Oh, it'll or something. Uh, yeah,
0: but honestly I could take that time to plan some other things. Uh, you know, whatever, but I could be more productive with my time. But uh I feel like I always feel like this uh, you know, con- and I, I feel like content creators have the same feeling where uh like they have this drive I got to put out some kind of content. I got to put out whether it's on YouTube, you know, editing a video or a post on Instagram. They have this internal drive that is just like, uh, nobody, you know, none of our followers are sitting there texting us saying, Hey, when's your next video? When's your next Instagram post? Right. But we have this thing like, Oh, I got to put out something right. (laughs) Uh, you know, once you get hooked on that, it's like you always have this, oh, I didn't post for, like, two days. Oh, shit. I yeah. got to do
1: something. <laughs> that is, like, 100% exactly what I felt the first time I didn't post for two days. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to lose my following. Like, everyone's going to, like, like think that's it, you know? But right. In reality, you know what I think of it as sometimes? It's like meat. You don't want 100% meat. You want fat into it, right? The fat is, like, the gaming portion or the portion where you take a break. Because even though it's the least healthiest part, and it's not meat at all, it's literally what makes the meat the best, right? right? Because this work, the product, the productivity is the meat, and then the fat is all the other part. You know, if you have too much fat, that's just disgusting. But if yeah. you have a perfect balance, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's perfect. I hear you, man. Well, you know this this thing with uh, with that like that is it reminds me of this book I read years ago. Um, how to win friends and influence people. There's a, uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, I can't remember when it was written, but it was a long time ago. But, um, one of the, one of the stories I remember the most in this uh, book was he was, he was kind of like a consultant back forties, fifties, maybe thirties. I don't know, whatever, or, you know, pre 1960. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, This factory, this manufacturing company, hired him to help them, you know, get more production out of their other shifts. Uh, Three shifts, you know, 24-7, which is what most factories run. And uh, so, he went in. So, day shift was running the best production. Second and third shift, you know, were kind of like lagging behind. So... Uh, and this is a common thing. i worked in factories 25 years, whatever. And uh, so this is a very common thing. But uh, so he went in and all he did, he looked at all the numbers. He under, you know, he, he listened to what they were telling him. And so at the end of first shift, he wrote in a, you know, he asked for a big sidewalk chalk or whatever. And he wrote on the floor by the production machines. In sidewalk chalk, how many items, whatever they were, big items they were producing whatever, he wrote how many day shift had made, six or seven or whatever it was. He wrote that number on the floor right in the entryway where all the workers, production workers, were coming out. And they saw that number. So then second shift hit that number and beat it. And then third shift, hit that number and beat it. So it was like, you know, there's this expectation that we all have. So when we, you know, we're content creators, we we see these things, you know, we see the responses, we see the comments, we see all this stuff. And we're like, oh, 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 I want to do more. You know, Mm -hmm. it kind of like creates this draw even without somebody telling you, hey, when's your next post? Nobody has to comment that. You just see, uh, you the know, engagement. the likes and the comment, yeah, the engagement, yeah. and you go, and it creates this like huge draw for you to keep doing more, and uh, and I think that's a a common human trait that we have where uh, we want to kind of like I, I one guess up,
1: one up everything else, yeah, maybe right? the
0: one up and maybe the people pleaser kind of thing inside of all of us. Uh, we want somebody to be proud of us. We want to be accepted, you know, whatever. And, uh, we want somebody to like what we're doing, you know, basically. So, uh, we all have this, this drive that does that, but you know, content creators are, that's why we started our YouTube channel. That's why we started a Instagram. That's, I mean, you could 3d print stuff and never tell anyone. Right. Uh So, I mean, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like you could enjoy doing that uh, on your own without telling anyone. Once you get in that field where you're like uh, I want somebody to know about this, you know, uh, I want somebody to like it. And I also want somebody to buy it. You know? mm-hmm. So, you know, cause I think it could benefit whatever field you're creating things
1: for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, People think of a benefit in everything they do, but mutually out of it, if you get someone else being happy, um, it's, it's a win-win, you know? And then you think about it even more next time. Um, For example, um, I sold an M4 kit once and instead of a muzzle device, they wanted, um, an extension for their barrel. Because they couldn't fit it. It was like a honey badger type of thing. So when they took yeah. out their suppressor, their barrel ended up here and their hand guard was here. So they gotcha. couldn't put in like a, another suppressor with like a lighting thing. So right. instead of giving them a muzzle, I fully went to like my drawing board and created a perfect um, amount of extension for their barrel. So I put that on. And not only, you know, I could have just slapped on two designs together and said, here you go. No, I made it within perfect specification to, if they were to put a longer barrel in it, it would even dampen the vibration because of how snug the barrel would naturally fit for an AEG. So he got it. He was really happy and he put on some other attachments on it. I never got to to see a picture, but um, I'm just imagining he's happy with it because of, you know, it's something impossible that I made possible without having to go and machine for, you know, days or weeks. I was just like designing instead and printed it within, you know, four hours, a small little piece. That's cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the type of things I want to do together with all of this. Um, speaking of, uh, should we get into the 3d printing? Um, things, attachments and stuff, a line of stuff. Uh, I mean, that's so, up to you. All right, here, let me, let me open up my docs tab here. So someone actually asked me for a catalog and I had really, really bad luck with it, like, like super bad luck. I put it up on eBay, Yeah. just wouldn't go through. Um, what do you mean? I put, I put it up, I put up a lot of, like, what do you mean it wouldn't go through? I put up listings on eBay since it was a new account. They asked for too much stuff from me. And um, when I made a listing, I put, I will, um, I'll put in this information when something sells. Um, And so, but you could still list until it sells. The money just wouldn't go anywhere. So I did Hmm. that and I listed like five items. And what happened was um, it didn't go through. Because when you, after you press list, it'll say your item is live um, after a little bit. And I just never got that. It'll just sh- it would have just shown up. And I even went ahead and I made a Google phone number, so I wouldn't have to put my personal. Uh, that way, I could get a text on my phone instead of like someone being able to um, spam call off of an eBay. Gotcha. So that didn't work. And then I tried something else, um, like a website, free website, HTML that you host on your own computer. Yeah. No, no it didn't work. I had no idea. Um, huh. But you know, have you, have
0: you sold things on eBay?
1: Um, like product, like other than the 3d printed stuff or no, anything. Yeah. I have a, I have a personal, like an eBay for other stuff. Like, have you ever had any issues with that? Uh, Look, it's, we, uh, Um, (sighs) it's, if your customer, okay. If your customer wanted to screw you, they can.
0: Absolutely. They, like they, it's a really bad
1: setup, bro. It it really is like they, I don't know how 90% on people the side. sell things
0: on eBay. Yeah. Because honestly, the the thing the experience that I had was uh when we first started, you know, listing stuff when we had all these guns and we were doing giveaways once a month, we still had so many we wanted to get rid of. We tried hop up and all that. Uh and we we tried eBay. Listed a bunch of things. There's, you know, a handful of instances where we actually sold the gun on eBay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the person uh, said that the gun was messed up. And this is a brand new gun. So this is a gun we got out of, you know, uh, Mystery Box, brand new.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We only... is used because we used it for the review, right? So it was yeah. shot one magazine shot through it. That's it. Uh pristine condition. Put it back in the box. Sold it on eBay. These people, there's you know multiple instances where they bought it, they paid for it, they returned well, they did a refund for it. Mm-hmm. eBay automatically, when somebody issues a refund, they automatically take it out of our PayPal even without proof that they sent the thing back. Yeah. So, multiple instances where people got a free gun because they got their money back and they didn't send it back. And I was like, my first thought was when I started seeing this, I was like, wait a minute. And by the way, eBay makes a profit from when you sell something. Oh,
1: yeah. So, now it's about,
0: I'm like, uh, is this an eBay bot? Like is eBay screwing people on purpose so that they keep the profit and I don't get shit. Like <laughs> they automatically take that shit on my you know,
1: the refund on my PayPal. It was weird. So let me tell you the worst case scenario that I've ever had. All right. I have sent an item, four hundred and seventy five dollars, SR twenty five, full kit, like starter kit with everything. Yeah. Um person says it wasn't in the box. That's that, that's not what they received. I showed dimensions of the box, weight of contents, and everything. Right. I put a – well, it doesn't really matter for shit, but I put a warranty sticker on tamperable stuff. But once they take it off, it wouldn't really matter because they're choosing right. to keep it. Um, yeah. eBay was like, oh, since, since they didn't receive anything, they can't return anything. I'm like, yep. how about the – okay, anyway, full 100% proof, 100% of delivery yep. and everything – they don't give a shit, like no matter what. Um, and it was just gone. So after that, I started taking pictures, videos of me, what was in the box and the closing process with fragile right. sticker. Um, you know what they tell me the next time? And this, luckily, this was three to four years ago. But you know what they told me the next time? They told me, um, we don't know if you opened up the box and took it out and then shipped it. So right. then I'm like, here's the wait. And another instance, someone said that they didn't get the box, even though it was delivered with a signature. So these people, and this isn't representative of um, even 90% of eBay users, eBay users. To be honest, 90% of my transactions are good, but the bad ones are pretty bad. So well, the, started... the,
0: the point is, is that eBay's system is fucked up. Very. It really is. And uh, so when you do that same thing on Amazon because Amazon has individual sellers mm-hmm. like you and me could start an Amazon seller page on Amazon you agree that if somebody returns it 100% return policy that's how Amazon is mm-hmm. but they've got a you know you don't get a refund until they get a scan from UPS or USPS or whatever That this item is getting picked up or sent or whatever. Like, bro. eBay is fucked. Like, it's a really scam
1: system. A lot of people don't like what they're doing, but they're so big already. And they have so many... They have way more buyers than sellers, of course. Yeah. That they're unstoppable. And not to mention, they make 13% fee. So if you sell a $100 item, they get $13. And... If your shipping cost was fifty bucks, guess what? They get thirty percent of that fifty bucks as well. Yeah, it's... Um, and on top of it, now your buyer—well, California mostly now—there's an internet tax, ten percent. So Jesus, they so when you list an item for a hundred dollars plus twenty dollars shipping, your customer has to pay an extra twelve dollars. That's not even coming to you at all. Right. Um, and on top of that, eBay messes up the tax forms too. So like. If you have something purchased and then returned, they messed it up last year. So, the, I don't know, the 1099 forms? Yeah. It's just, it's it's a messy system. And all, you know what you get when you call over the phone? Uh, I understand, sir, but there really is nothing we can do. Like, of what course. do you understand about that? I just lost 450 no. bucks from selling out my, you know, Airsoft stuff. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, but look, it's a bad... I don't understand how
0: uh, eBay works where uh, or keeps working when they keep shitting on the sellers. because like
1: if you don't have sellers, you have no buyers. Like but that's the thing. what it's, the fuck? It comes out to be like a perfectly competitive market. So if people drop out, like let's say all people who sell stuff in the Airsoft category, if they all drop out, someone else you know is going to be like wow nobody's in the airsoft market I'll go and put shit for really expensive and then you know it's like yeah it's until they start getting people that
0: fuck them over where they just mm-hmm. don't you know yeah, they get the, the stuff so many and do a them. return
1: Yeah, there's so <laughs> many of them that want to be selling but yeah. they won't they'll get screwed once and then they will never come back but even then there's a lot of people that will just try for the first time gotcha um but luckily um i've throughout the years of selling on ebay i've found out a lot of like things here and there um so if next time you do want to sell something like hit me up for it i'll help you out um whatever it is to well, be what could somebody do to,
0: to if somebody wanted to sell something on ebay you know their airsoft pistol or
1: whatever mm-hmm. the thing uh, that how sucks. could they avoid try to talk with the the buyer first see if the buyer is a human being Um, if, if the buyer is negotiating, like, cause you can have best offer. If the buyer is negotiating a really low price, like lowballing you, that's, that's not a red flag, but it's, it's just a flag to take. So after you accept an offer, message them, be like, hello, this is this, this is that. Um, send them an extra picture of it, like a live picture after they've purchased it. Say, hello, this is what you are getting. It's Hmm. airsoft. It will come with the state mandated orange tip, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the good stuff. And then get a feel for how they text back. If they say, you know, if they're very livid about the conversation and thankful, then you're not going to have a problem. Um, If they just seem like, oh, what is that? Like, why is that like that? Even though it's 100% the same product that's in your pictures, if they're saying, why is that like that? Cancel the order immediately. Do not go for it Um, just because of that. Or um, purchase um, in the case of like, a really expensive item try to yeah. not ship with usps my experiences with usps is not too swell um i mostly ship with fedex even though there's a very large price hike from right like nine dollars to fifteen dollars on ebay mm-hmm. um it's still worth it because fedex comes with a free um hundred dollars insurance so right. if your package gets lost or broken on the way there, which I've had USPS break one of my packages, like literally looks like someone sat on the box. They're yep. like, no, sorry. Same we here. Will not, we will not <laughs> cover it because it passed all of our checks. And at yeah. that point it was a box crush.
0: Yeah. Everyone Sweet. knows FedEx is
1: like the top tier with uh, shipping stuff. Surprisingly, they're all shit, but you are correct. They are still the top, <laughs> but they're all shit because um, I've sent overnight once, something, and it didn't get there for three days, and they wouldn't refund me or downgrade the purchase price of the late shipping label gotcha. to like two day or express saver. They're just but like,
0: your stuff will get there intact. Your stuff will get there intact, hundred yeah. percent with FedEx.
1: Yeah, and the thing is that it well, there's still the same chance of getting messed up, but you get a free included hundred dollars insurance yeah. with that. So if it does break, even then, they're pretty lenient on that. I've maybe made a claim twice out of my four or five years of selling, but it's been a swift experience anyway.
0: Well, let me ask you, uh, what are you looking forward to for the rest of this year? We've got uh, six months left in the 2022. It goes yeah. quick. Oh, yeah. uh, what are you looking forward to in Airsoft for Van Alex
1: Airsoft? I would like to make one Airsoft video a month, like a live Airsoft me going out, you know, meeting people and stuff, having that, um, continuing projects, maybe have one completed project every two months. So like three more this year,
0: like the uh, 3d projects. Yeah. Uh, 3D, you know, like the,
1: yeah. uh, the, Nade, um, you know, just the kits here and there, like the M4 kit that I put together that yeah. didn't take a long time. Um, it was cool to work with people on that as well. Um, become a Twitch affiliate just so I could have more concrete support rather than, you know, numbers or ideas other than that. Um, gotcha. Probably do my first YouTube giveaway, which would be really fun for airsoft stuff. Cause yeah, YouTube, even though it started at all, has not seen one giveaway yet. Whereas Instagram has seen a lot, yeah. um, a Twitch giveaway. Cause if I do get affiliate, it means that I will do a giveaway there.
0: Nice. Um,
1: have this whiteboard here actually filled out with stuff that I'm going to do. Um, Sadly, the last thing written on here is fifteen hundred Instagram followers, and we are thousand (laughs) one hundred past that. Way over that, yeah, way over that. that. (laughs) You need to update that shit, bro. Oh yeah, I gotta clean it out with some Windex, (laughs) alcohol. I mean, uh, water and spray won't even work right now. Yeah, Um, get this thing up and running. Maybe um, this. Oh, find an airsoft sponsor. That's number one. I want to go out there and play. And I want to represent something else, you know, like a company I want to represent because I feel what I'm doing with this 3D printer brand with Geno's 3D printer filament. um, I've helped a lot of people actually find a good brand, help them out, um, make them aware of all the possibilities with working through a smaller company that is really taking the time and supporting other people. For example, you know, the cost of this filament is about $22.00. Um, which is in the perfect price range. Perfect.
0: Like for a reel?
1: Yeah, for an entire reel. Which yeah, to be honest, um, I've been using, I've been getting about three reels this year, each month from them, and um, across three printers, it's been doing me really good. So, and I print a lot. Nobody prints as much as me. I literally have on my whiteboard, I have a big thing that says "keep printing," and they're always printing. This one right here is not right now because of the LCD screen and I'm setting up something special for the next uh, live stream. But I would love to represent another company, you know, just knowing that I'm going to go out play um, for free. That's going to be awesome too. Cause I'll just be like seeing people on the field, like, Hey bud, you just dropped the mag. Here you go. Take mine. Cause they wouldn't be really coming out of my pocket. It would be more of an experience between me and whatever company it is. It's like, here, made possible right. by, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Um, maybe have stuff listed like on an actual site with, you know, all the parts or just talking with you to see, you know, what the future of all this is, because whatever it is, right. I want us to mutually benefit because I really like what you guys are doing. You know, what I'm doing is like a startup, but it's got a long way to go. Yeah. I think that, yeah, man, you're doing good. Yeah. Well, how about you guys? It's only fair that I ask in return, right? Six months, Uh, bro.
0: Listen, I'm the only one right now. Okay. These guys are busy as fuck. Uh, so uh, I'm doing podcasts. That's it.
1: (laughs) I see (laughs) that is,
0: uh, that is honestly the only plan, uh, here in the next, you know, two to three months that I can see. Mm-hmm. so uh
1: yeah okay i mean yeah you're pushing yeah. out a lot of them um yeah three so, a week that's a lot especially yeah. since they're going this has been going on for let me see a, a long of months. Yeah. yeah um so how about how about things like the milson i saw you guys went to that is there more yeah. footage of that because I mean, you Dude, guys I like have a really fun I have a them.
0: lot of footage from that uh, that I have not done shit with. And also, uh, I went and played, or I didn't play, I filmed at uh, Blue Hole Airsoft, which is um, probably like two hours away from me here uh, in South Carolina with uh, Tugboat Captain, you know, as uh, on our Discord. Um, Todd, who's been on our, you know, a few of our videos, he lives like 30 minutes away from me, still have that whole thing that I haven't done shit with. So, uh, I go to work, you know, come home, uh, edit the podcast that I did or record a podcast. Uh, and while I'm waiting to, you know, record a podcast with somebody, I'm editing those podcasts that I did, you know, yesterday, I have, I've have taken all that footage from, uh, Stonebreaker, put it in my editing program. So to render, mm-hmm. saved it, shut it down, opened it, uh, you know, to edit a uh, podcast and have not <laughs> had a chance to go back to that. And then on the weekends, uh, you know, my, on Saturdays, My uh, kids come over. I'm usually working uh, in the morning. And then my kids come over for dinner. And we have game night. And uh, Sundays, I'm fucking exhausted. So. (laughs) Sunday's rest day? uh, Bro. uh, I look like a fucking beach bum on Sundays. Uh, Laying around in shorts and uh, sitting out in the sun and uh, just like kind of like out of it half the day so uh but anyway yeah so our our channel has really changed a lot in the last you know six seven months or whatever and uh so yeah that's uh i we don't have we don't have plans um i am waiting on word for when these guys you know whatever next event they're going to which i think is going to be in september but i'm not sure but uh Yeah, so I'm not going to go to one by myself without these guys. So whatever they plan, uh, I'll go with them. And uh, outside of that, I am scheduling
1: podcasts. So, Well, I mean, it's not easy editing a three-hour video. So I'm, for sure, I'm, That's forgiven, definitely. But you, I yeah. I do, I want to see, I saw your guys' little reels that you guys were making, and I just want to know, like, I want to see that whole vibe turn into the, the airsoft. I want to see yeah. the action. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I think another goal for mine that I wasn't really thinking about this year is to probably set up a podcast, but I would want to call it an express podcast. The reason Mm. why is I want to have like questions and then just bam, go off the list. And if we were to go off on a tangent from those lists, like that would be okay. But I want to make like something really fast, you know, not fast, but like, in a in a large amount of time, I want to cover a really, really large amount of stuff. Cause like me and you were talking super in depth about, you know, a lot of topics, but right we wanna talk um a lot super a lot of topics in a smaller like depth. You know what I mean? Right. So I definitely wanna do that with you. Um and ask you guys questions because even though yeah, I do ask questions here, there's like other stuff, you know, I wanna do my homework on your guys' channel, <laughs> stuff. I wanna yeah I wanna find out what's happening, but um you oh yeah. Do you live somewhere where it's like popular, where there's a lot of airsoft happening? Uh,
0: there are a handful of fields, you know, fairly close to us. But I, I'll be honest, if airsoft in general, like most places, mm-hmm. is not that popular, like in you know in relative terms, uh, if when I go out and I have you know. Uh, t-shirts that say airsoft on it just walk around the store or walk around you know where I work and stuff like that you know just wherever uh most people look at that word like if I ever engage them like in conversation or whatever it is uh they have no fucking clue what that word is like they really don't so if you walk around you know in comparison if you walk around somewhere and uh you're in a store somewhere, you're standing in line or whatever and you just ask a random person uh hey, do you know about um you know NBC? They'll go, "Yeah, I watch that channel, you know?" Like they know, okay? Uh you ever heard of Nike? Of course.
1: Yeah.
0: You ever heard of Apple computers? Duh, okay? Yeah. You ever heard of Airsoft? <clears throat> no. No fucking clue. Hey, you ever heard of football, baseball, soccer?
1: Yes. Or, or even paintball. Like, yeah. Paintball, 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 everyone knows. Too.
0: Even older people. Yeah. Like old ladies. Yeah. yeah, I heard of paintball. Oh, I think my grandson thing, yeah. used to play it. Yeah. Say yeah. Airsoft. They yeah. have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I usually so, tell people. Only Airsofters think that Airsoft is huge, okay? Mm -hmm. Because they see Airsoft Alphonse, Silo, uh, Balahack, you know, Swamp Sniper. They see uh, their YouTube channel and go, oh, shit, they got a million followers and, you know, 100 million views on all their videos, whatever. Go out in public with some Airsoft shirts on and say, hey, do you recognize this name? Airsoft Alphonse. Uh, silo, uh, you know, swamp sniper, go out there and novridge wear a novridge t shirt in your local city, walking around and and just interview people. Hey, have you ever seen this name before? Nope, nope, nope. Have you seen one out of a thousand will say, Yeah, I follow his channel, like for real, bro. Airsoft is not fucking known anywhere. Okay, it's only airsofters that thinks that it's, like, super popular. <laughs> like, for real.
1: Have you ever seen the movie called uh, Superbad? I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh part where he's like, ask me about my wiener. And then <laughs> he's doing the challenge to get into the, the thing. What's it called? It's called like right. a frat. It's like, ask me about my shirt. Do you know what this <laughs> is? Right? A hundred percent, bro.
0: Yeah. It is uh, because of the echo chamber, you know, like they call it with the social media. You know, airsofters follow other airsofters on Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And they Mm -hmm. think that everyone knows about airsoft. Go to your local fucking city and ask. I've been thinking about this. I want to do a video on this. Uh, The problem is nobody will fucking watch the video, so it won't matter anyway. But I wanted to go. (laughs) I wanted to go into our downtown, which you know Greenville, South Carolina is our big downtown, and uh, and go down there and just you know on a big weekend like in the summertime when they have all these events and stuff, and wear like a not our shirt because you know within airsoft you know just a normal airsoft kind of shirt you know Mm -hmm. general, and ask people and film them. Hey, have you ever heard of airsoft? Have you just heard of the word heard of the sport and uh and i want to film how many people out of a 100 have even ever heard of the word you know or heard of or at least know about the you know the sport Mm -hmm. yeah it's most people i would bet i would bet 70 out of a 100 would be like nope i don't even know what the fuck you just said okay so Yeah. yeah for real Surprisingly, you know, yeah, airsoft is
1: not popular. Okay, at all. You're right. Like a lot of people do not get it, but surprisingly, like the people that I know, even though it is like still random, um, they do have a hint of it. Like it's no, not. But that it's, they it's, know, it's it's but your, it's like,
0: relative. Yeah, it's because the friends you know are into airsoft, or you know you're related in that way, and those friends. Of those guys mm-hmm. know Airsoft. Outside of that, none, bro. None.
1: Social like the general should, public
0: does not know Airsoft.
1: You should title it, Um "Do You Know Airsoft? Like the video, <laughs> something short, and then put like a really dumb title, like one of those really bad infomercials where they can't even open their water sink. I mean, the, the water faucet. No,
0: I'll just have a picture of, you know, a bunch of people just like,
1: Point a gun at a random person. Like Airsoft <laughs> question
0: mark and a bunch of people in the city just looking like, huh? Yeah. You know, because that's a, a what everyone image. does.
1: Take a stock image of like a bunch of people in a neighborhood. like, uh, Bro,
0: I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> they th- Most people have no clue what Airsoft is. And then they, you know, even the ones that have heard of the name or, you know, the word mm-hmm. uh, don't know like they haven't seen videos on it. It's, you know, paintball had, they actually had, you know, ESPN three used to televise uh, paintball tournaments years ago. So for, for quite a while. So even the people that have no clue about paintball, they've actually seen a video where, you know, a tournament, whatever. So they see somebody shooting these things they see somebody getting hit with those and so they can understand like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they shoot paint and it you know, splatters. Uh ask somebody if they've ever watched an Airsoft video.
1: Bruh. Nobody. It's Nobody funny you say that because I think if Airsoft were to go up against Paintball to be on a ESPN channel, yeah, you'd have more people want to watch Airsoft because of how much more tactical it is. Like Paintball is cool, but I don't think you at would the, no. at the end of the day, no. wait hear me out here. You have a bunch of people that are that are holding like this gun and they're just, just doing this. Whereas Paintball, you have like all the tactics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like paint. That's boring.
0: It's fucking boring, bro. I mean, let's be honest. When somebody watches a video, mm-hmm. uh Now, if you're into airsoft, if that's your thing, then you know what to look for. It's different. But when somebody outside of that is just watching, they want to be visually stimulated. Okay? Something that is visually stimulating has to have color and action. Okay? So paintball has that. If you take those things out, the color... So you have action in paintball, or I mean in uh, airsoft, but not color. Like, people wear camis. It's like military stuff, okay? So think of a military movie, right, a war movie. A war movie is fucking boring if there's no action going on, right? Mm -hmm. They're all in camis. They're, They're creeping around. If nobody has any, you know... Nobody's getting shot, and there's no blood, and there's no explosions Explosions. going off, okay? And no, you know, uh, airplanes coming in, dropping bombs, and all this sound, right? Audio and visual stimulation when you're watching a video, it's fucking boring. Uh, Airsoft, there's no sound because it's the, you know, it's very low sound. Uh, there's no visual stimulation in airsoft unless you have the sniper scope, you know, the scope cam kind of thing, whatever, where you can watch the BB go and hit, and ping, you know, you can only watch that for like five minutes before you get bored as fuck. Okay. Uh, they can't, per- that's why they don't put, you know, all these popular airsoft channels on ESPN three. It's not visually stimulating. paintball at least had color and action and then they started wearing those colorful jerseys you know where it makes it fun to watch uh that airsoft will never ever be on any kind of like major station for people you know the general public to enjoy watching uh unless it gets some kind of color involved okay like powder rounds So when it hits, just like paintball, it does some kind of, you know, pink smoke or something. It ain't going to happen because it's fucking boring.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did have a rebuttal to you saying paintball would be better as a thing, but you're right. People like to see color. Dude, I mean, think
0: about why people, when people come over our house for uh, parties, uh, I have, you know, five TVs throughout the house all you know just place all over so i'll have one with music on it you know with like but i have music it's not a blank screen on the tv you know there's music on the soundbar but i have a youtube channel that has like the drone footage of like the caribbean okay
1: oh yeah it's like visually stimulating to watch. yeah, yeah the yeah.
0: deep house music uh there is uh you know if there's um sports on I will have one of the TVs will have a golf channel on. I fucking hate watching golf, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what's good about golf. It's so pretty. The greens. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the, the, you know, the, the golf courses are beautiful to look at. Right. And that's what we were talking about earlier, Bio, with, like uh, the green grass and yeah. foliage and stuff. So it's, but golf, you turn the sound off. All right, put some music behind it because uh, it's very quiet sport. There's no action, right? But it's beautiful to watch on a 4K TV. Uh, so you know, there's certain sports that are fun to watch like that because they're visually stimulating. That's why American football is uh, is so fun to watch. Not just because the action, if you're into football, but if somebody's not into football. Uh, They see the colors of the the jerseys and the team colors and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're vibrant. And on the contrast of this green, super green grass, and they enhance that on TV, by the way. So what you're watching on TV is not what you see when you go to that field to watch the game. But, uh, you know, it's great to watch. It's visually stimulating. Uh, But like I said... I'm not shitting on airsoft, obviously. I'm saying
1: valid points. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not fun to watch. Only airsofters like watching other airsoft videos. Nobody in the general public would sit there and actually sit down and watch. Hey, let me show you these. uh, You know, take the most popular airsoft video and stick it on your screen in front of a thousand people at a big party. Nobody's going to give a fuck about that shit, bro. They're gonna be like, turn this shit off.
1: Turn some music I have, on. I have a video in mind. <laughs> um, have you ever seen? Oh, I think his name is names Nico. He has an MP9 video where he puts like booby traps within doorways, and he's like solo too. The ref literally comes. He's like, you're done because he's like just melting all these players. It's literally the most. That's only because like, you like airsoft, though. I can't see now. I have I I can't um, argue against you now because yes. I do have the bias because I love Airsoft. Listen, See? I, I want somebody somehow.
0: to, you know, so, so you're analytical. Go out and show, take the most popular Airsoft video and go to your local city and start showing this video to 100 people at a time. <laughs> Who likes this video? Like, hey, would you watch this? Would you watch this? Do you like this? Do you like
1: no, I pay the local movie. Nobody to play likes an it. Of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like for real, bro. It's uh, that's just you know, that's just how it is. Only airsofters like you know watching the other airsoft kind of stuff. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, listen, that's my rant on uh, the you know the video or uh, how many people know about airsoft or whatever, uh, like. Most people don't know. They really don't. So, you know, whenever you're starting, you know, Instagram, YouTube channel, whatever, like, it's a very, very niche uh, topic for people in, in the general public to follow. Start a cooking channel on YouTube. It'll fucking blow up in like oh, three yeah, months. Or, or okay. How... Because everyone in the world from, you know, 12 years old to 70. Hey, have you ever seen a cooking video? Of course. Right. Yeah. So it, it's a huge difference, but uh, yeah, people starting off in airsoft with creating videos. Like, you know, what we're talking about with your uh, Instagram and stuff like that. You get a lot of followers uh, because they are other, you know, airsofters because of how Instagram is set up where you can mm-hmm. tag people and follow people and they follow you back and that kind of thing. But uh, just, Put some videos out there on YouTube with the general oh airsoft like nobody sees it.
1: <laughs> You're right. You definitely yeah. Right. So but anyway,
0: so yeah. our you know getting back to what we were talking about, our uh-huh. uh, yeah we don't have uh, these guys. I'm kind of waiting on them to see what event they're going to next. But my only plans are to keep doing the podcast uh because i really enjoy them, obviously so uh you know i love talking with people and uh and finding out their their story and how they got started and what they're doing and what they're looking forward to and their next uh big events and that kind of shit so
1: yeah i mean i'm glad I, this, this inspires me to like do my own podcast now and i'll be happy to start <laughs> it started here you know it's back
0: absolutely and it started, man
1: like we wouldn't meet unless if it was the shorts, right? Cause you messaged on a short. Yep. I didn't even know like how serious you we were. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, we have Discord, We have this. And again, see all of this sprung up because of my friend, Ty, who said, make shorts. So good. Know, brought us here. I need to talk to that dude. Dude. You'll love him. He, he's like, I don't know how gun, like, you know, gun nut you are, but he knows everything. Like, you, oh,
0: I would love to talk to when, uh yeah. yeah, definitely after this, send me his uh, contact info, we and can I'll like uh, message a, him.
1: All three of us, actually. Yeah, no, okay. I'll just
0: talk to him. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, <laughs> and, man. And I'm same kidding. Same. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. you guys are uh, in your separate lives you i'm kidding <laughs> i just want to see your reaction you, all right dude well listen know. man uh it's been a while uh oh, we've yeah. been talking I it's know. uh it's 12 15 a.m here and uh i still need to watch my halo episode oh, okay wow. so uh and i gotta
1: take a piss all right. That's the worst part. Don't don't hold those. I, held, <laughs> I every every time I help holding like a pee overnight, the morning just sucks. Like it's it's worth it right then and there, but when you wake up, it's just like. I hear you. Well, well, I. It's been great
0: talking with you, man. Of course, uh, yeah, likewise. thank you again. See you next time. All right, day. brother.